you need to show your brand needs to show that you that you love it. The same thing you expect, like you need to love your brand like you expect other people to love it. But if it doesn't look like you put time into it, why is somebody else going to put their time and money into it? Mm-hmm. They're not. Right. So love on your brand like you would like like the other brands. you and, and if it's not your thing, because granted, everyone is not a creative. Right. So. that That's an investment. I think that is an investment all businesses and all entrepreneurs should be willing to take. Let me just go ahead and get this get this out from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and hell, if you don't have the funding, you might have to listen. Bartering still works. Facts. Bartering still works. Find somebody that need what you have. And swap it out for some good graphics because it matters. What up, though, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. Of course, we have another super dope dynamic guest in the building, Miss Sean Rochelle. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm doing pretty well. Can't okay. complain. Yeah. So you are a creative photographer, entrepreneur, podcast host, yes, a lot of different creative talents and skills going on, but wanted to offer you the opportunity to introduce yourself to okay. to us and introduce us a little bit into your world. Oh, okay. Okay. So I am Sean Rochelle. I'm a branding and portrait photographer, and I help entrepreneurs build their brands, sell their stories, and increase online visibility through professional photography, brand development, and content creation. And I know you got that elevator pitch down I because do, the episode I that I listened to in your podcast, you talked about Listen, perfecting the yes. yeah, perfecting the elevator pitch. I need to get I ain't there yet, but I'm big on it. But once you listen, once you get there, like it's gonna roll off your tongue like butter, you're gonna be like, oh my God. So And how yeah. how is that I guess open doors for you in the sense of being able to be like that prepared oh with the elevator pitch. It. So before I didn't have an elevator pitch, right? So someone would say like, "What do you do?" That whole question like would Loaded. be like, "Oh Lord, what do I do?" <laughs> like, and you know what you do, but yeah. when someone asks you like, "What do you do?" It, it always made me feel unprepared, right? Mm. So I end up taking like I was a part of this cohort. It was like a month like business type. Uh, thing and one of the things was like you gotta find like your elevator pitch now i've heard people say elevator pitch you know million times yeah right you gotta find your elevator pitch and so when i really broke it down i'm like well who am i what do i do and who I, who do i serve right and that's what i came up with and so when i add different dynamics to my business i add a different piece to the pitch because at first it was just like professional photography then it became in brand development and and content creation you know you can your elevator pitch will allow you to add or subtract from it based off of what you do but having one like when i go places because i speak every now and then but when i go places and i when when i begin with that like i I said it kind of like soft here but when i go places and i say it like people be like it pulls people in because they want to know like Damn, who is that? What she do? Like what she says she do? You know, it it makes people be like, oh. So yes, get you, get you elevator pitch. Got you <laughs> for sure, for sure. And can you break down the business for us uh, a little bit more? Tell us about your services. How long you've been uh, doing photography okay. and all those good things? Oh my gosh, I have been doing photography for twelve years. Um, it did not always start as branding photography. It actually started as. Um, Inanimate objects, 
like um, landscapes, buildings, um, products. I love art. So like that was great for me. And when I started, I was also like really shy, like worried about people. So I was like, well, buildings and people. So I can go ahead and knock that out. And, but um, people kept asking me like, hey, you know, how I, how I got into shooting people is I used to work um, a nine to five. And in that nine to five, one of my coworkers was like, can you shoot my wedding? And I was like, mm, yes. I said yes, but I went home like, I think I made a bad decision. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is a, I can't do this one over, you know. And she must have felt it because she would come to work every day and be like, I'm not taking no for answer. And I'm like, um, so then once we started, um, once once I took the pictures, we sat down and looked at it, and she started crying. And it, it made me cry. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, people is where it's at because it was pulling on the heartstring that I didn't know was there. Like, you don't get that from looking at, you know, buildings and stuff like that. So I've been in business for 12 years. Um, over the years, like entrepreneurs, I'm telling you, over the years, your niche will probably change based off of where you are, right? Um, so it started... Like that, it started with portraits. And so now I'm into branding and how I got into branding photography is because I mainly work with entrepreneurs. Um, I realized I didn't want all those props and stuff like the babies. I'm like, it's just taking up so much space. So I love working with entrepreneurs. I can relate to entrepreneurs because I am one. Um, so I offer um, branding shoots. I offer content creation um, sessions where you can come in and you can do like your reels um, and stuff like that. I love to help beginning entrepreneurs that are like, I don't really do social media, right? But social media is big now. So I'm like, okay, hey, we can do some informational reels. Um, we can do some photos for your, so shooting on a white backdrop. I shoot on a white backdrop often, right? The reason why I shoot on a white backdrop is because people need clean images for their marketing materials, right? Y'all, please stop using selfies. I, I'm sorry, I gotta put it out there. I am, please. If it's a good one, fine. If you are in a rush and you need something, but listen, it's nothing like that professional photo that you can put on your mark, you know what I'm saying? Like on your business card, on your, and I know we getting away from like physical cards. I love me a good physical card though. Mm -hmm. However, you still need a professional image for your digital business card, right? Um, for your social media profile, that professional picture is just unmatched. So I don't know. I have to put that out there. <laughs> no, I, pre I appreciate you saying that because, yeah, I am somebody who is a stickler for things like that. Okay. If you're going to do it, do it. Like, do don't, it right. don't have no selfies. I had a professor in grad school when I went to add her on LinkedIn. It looked like that was her profile for, like, See? a date nap or something. And I'm like, that's this. <laughs> Come I don't on. Think that and listen, and like, it's so funny because LinkedIn is like, I feel like LinkedIn is like the, the professional uh, you know, the professional social media. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you if you only you definitely have to have that professional image, right? right? And I feel like your headshot is, you know, they say first impressions mean like mm -hmm. like your headshot is your is your visual first impression, you know, to your business. Like people buy into what you look like. So yeah, give them, you know. Get them some professional. Right, music. do it. If you're gonna do it, yes. do it. Yes, absolutely. For sure. So 
I'll pause for a moment to do my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. Okay. So, can you rap? Oh my God! No. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know he was doing no. I'm looking at every camera. Like, oh, y'all know, like, I didn't know he's doing no freestyle. Lord, oh, no, you don't have to do no real freestyle. Okay. <laughs> it's just a, a random, a, random assortment of questions. They're all about you. So, dope. okay, I, you shouldn't get them wrong, and I just ask that you answer each one and answer honestly. Oh, come on, all let's right. go. Perfect. <laughs> cool. So. What is your favorite brand? Ooh, my favorite brand, Lush. Mm. Lush is my favorite brand. Lush, um, is Lush is not just soap, it is natural products. So okay. I love natural things. It is like um, bath bombs, natural deodorant, natural soaps, um, natural lotions, shampoo, just natural. But they have, they put like a funky little spin on it that I just, I love. I love going in there. Their customer service is great. Um, you know, I Lush is, I, I just, I don't know. Lush is one of my favorite brands. Oh, I'm going to tell you, I have another favorite brand that's that's more commercial. Um, Victoria's Secrets. Okay. And the reason why is because I feel like their, um, their branding is so... Un, like unmatched to me. Like I feel like it is the epitome of like it's like they're a luxury brand, but they're not. But their marketing is always very clean to me, mm-hmm. and that's what I like. I like clean brands, you know. Nice. So. Nice. What age do you feel? If you don't mind me asking, can I ask you how old you are? Ooh, no, he did. No, I'm just playing out. <laughs> <my. laughs> I'm 43. You're 43. Yes. What age do you feel? Because I'm 32, I feel every bit of 32. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I definitely feel. I don't bit of feel 43. I feel, which is nuts, because last year, if you asked me, I'd have been like, I feel like I'm 50. <laughs> no, but I feel like I'm in my 30s. I don't know where in my 30s, but I don't feel 43. Mm. Like I don't. I don't. I feel. Um, I feel like I'm in my 30s. Like I feel, I feel good. Like I'm not saying you can't feel good in your forties. Of course, but, mm. that's what's up. Best snack of all time. Mm. I have so many. <laughs> I'm a foodie. Like <laughs> best snack of all times. Um, I love me some chips. Mm. I don't have to have like no particular. I I love me some chips. And you can fold them up. Y'all about to talk about them. You can fold them up and stick them under your pillow in the middle of the night. So if you need like a snack, just pop them back out. Like, <laughs> now why you just can't bring the bag with you? Seen, yeah, I know. I'm, and you, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if you get you a nice size bag, you can fold a bag up, okay. tuck it. Oh, I see what you're saying. You not, just, not the actual chip. No, not no, the actual okay. chip. No, okay. I ain't got no chip crumbs <laughs> under the pillow. But yeah, I love me some good chips, y'all. Okay. All right. Shout out to the chips. <laughs> <laughs> What would you want? What would you say that you wanted to be when you were growing up? Ah, uh, I wanted to be an architect. Mm. I wanted to be an architect. Um, I I love buildings, and that's probably why I started with buildings first. I love architecture. Um, that's why I started with landscapes when I first got into photography. Um, it, it's just it's just something dope about architecture. So I wanted to be architect, and I can draw. Mm. So I wanted to be an architect. It seems like it's all still within that it's same all design, yeah, art room. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. 
And if you had to be locked in a phone booth for 24 hours with any famous person, celebrity, mm-hmm. anybody you admire, who would that be? Put me in the booth with Jay-Z. Mm. I think he's an awesome businessman. Um, put me in the booth with Jay-Z because um, just his evolution over time and just watching him grow into like the businessman that he is. I, I have some questions being an entrepreneur myself, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, and I think it would be cool. Like, he'd be, be like, yeah, he'd be chill. Like, you know, I've watched him on a couple of interviews. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind being in the booth with Jay Z. Okay, yeah. not a bad choice. No. Well, shout out to you for successfully passing Freestyle Fridays. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Glad I ain't have to bust out no yeah. no rap skin. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You gotta stay ready. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go home and practice my flow. Right? <laughs> So I wanted to I wanted to ask because get a chance to interact with different photographers and okay. you know it's a, a very um, uh, I don't want to say saturated it's a saturated industry I, no I'll it's saturated it like that. yeah mm-hmm. so given the fact that it's pretty saturated what would you say sets you apart with Sean Rochelle uh, photography well for one what sets me apart is that I'm very authentic like what you see is what you get. Like this is this is how you see me now. This is how I am with my clients. This is how you're gonna see me if you run into me out on Michigan Avenue when I'm walking somewhere. I'm gonna be like, hey, and that's just how I am. I feel like I make my clients feel comfortable. I've had a lot of first time clients come to me and be like, I feel like I've been knowing you forever. You know, I think that is an awesome compliment. Um, one thing I noticed too is when I got into photography and I have an in home studio. So I used to tell my mom, like, I can't get these people up out of here when the shoot over, right? I'm like, I got to go pick my kids up. Mm-hmm. And they just be talking and talking and talking. And then I realized, like, um, I realized that's not a bad thing. People not wanting to leave is not a bad thing, right? So I bring authenticity and I'm, I just be myself. And I allow other people to be themselves. Like, my studio is a no-judgment no zone. Um, you may come there and get a therapy session. <laughs> I might leave. I mean, I might end up getting a therapy session. You know, it just it just depends. Like, it, it's an open, a open atmosphere where you can be yourself. And in that atmosphere, things come out. And it's, it's perfectly fine. So, and you say you have a home studio, right? An in-home studio, yeah. How did you develop that in-home studio? How long did it take you to, like, create that? Like, what, what did you use for, like, any... I'm thinking about the aspiring photographers. Oh, my gosh. Play around. Like, so what? let me tell you this. Um, if you are an inspiring photographer, um, don't let anybody tell you that your space is too small, right? Someone was like, well, your ceilings are too small, like too, too short or whatever, right? If it's in you and you want to start, start. So when I started, I was just like, look. I, was, I started in a home that my mom, she was like, take my house, um, live in it, and do photography out of it. When I tell you I was so against it at first, I'm like, I don't want to work in a home. She like, listen, a lot of people work in their home, and they build their clientele up, and then they go wherever they need to go, but just start here. You know, way you don't have to worry about trying to cover any extra costs. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I was so against it, I was so against it. It was literally the empty house and some carpet on the floor. Like, that's how much I didn't even know about it. I rolled out the white paper, had it on top of the carpet. People was coming over, women was coming over with heels, putting holes in my paper. And I was like, this is not it. Um, It wasn't until 
I quit my job in 2017 and got really, really, really like serious about it. And it was like, this thing got to work. Right. And I decided to make like my entire downstairs is kind of devoted to um, my entire downstairs is kind of devoted to like my studio space. Um, and I, I just I made it something that I love. So it's my brand colors. Like when you when you walk into the studio, the main wall that you're going to see is like the pink. Um, there is a light pink couch when you walk in um my candles that I burn are like hot pink like I'm very like my rugs are black and white um it's very brand branded mm -hmm. you know um I burn candles at every shoe so I made it something that I would love and enjoy something that I felt would make people comfortable that's dope and how are you protective of your space because you're letting different people you know come in virtually strangers coming to right? yeah I don't want to put it like that but I mean no that's, that's the real yeah. though but how are you like protective of your space given that um I trust that what I put out is what I'm gonna get back mm -hmm. right I have not had any bad experiences the only thing I had was somebody brought a little dog that I didn't know and mm -hmm. I was like oh the dog is but the dog was part of the shoot you know but I haven't had any bad experiences um but I don't live a pragmatic life, right? I don't live a toxic life. I'm very peaceful. And I feel like because that's what I put out, that's that's what I attract, right? Mm -hmm. I've, I've had great clients. I have great clients. Uh, so I don't worry about it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. When I first kind of started getting into it, I was carrying, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you know, she yeah. was on the hip, yeah. you know. It's like you know, just had to let you know, like just in case you yeah, decide, just, yeah, you, know, you know, you know, you know, right, 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 right. You know, I had to like, you know, fall over a little bit yeah. to the side just so they could see Can't it. Take but it to you talk know, crazy, right, just right, like, you right. know, just let them know. Hey, right. it's, it's on me. This is what it is. It's this on. is what it yeah. is. Yes, but I, I've never had that issue. I don't care. You know, it's just that was me not knowing what to expect myself. Mm -hmm. um, but. Growing and evolving as an entrepreneur, I've, I've I've learned that you you begin to attract your tribe, right? I feel like my clients are my tribe, so I don't even worry about it now. Mm -hmm. Not saying don't don't come over there acting crazy, right? right? No new still, people, still you know down. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, but I'm I'm I haven't had any problems. And do you utilize different spaces? Like, do you are you strictly in studio photography? Do you like go outdoors sometimes? You like natural lighting so, and stuff like that. I started um, outdoors before I opened up my home. I started on location. Um, once I started shooting in studio and really learning my lighting, I really fell in love with shooting in studio. So then it got to the point where it was like, I don't want to shoot on location. Like, it's December. I don't want to be out there with you. You know, like, I, that's mm -hmm. how I would feel. But now I'm like, want to get behind. I want to get from in front of the white backdrop. You know, I want to I want to get because in branding people, they need more than marketing materials. Yeah. Right. So like if a podcaster came to me and said, hey, you know, I need some branding photos. This would be an amazing setup, you know, to do their photo shoot. So I'm open to on location in studio. I've even traveled out of, out of state to do branding shoots. So, yeah, I'm open. You got to be open, though. Of course. You know, so. And speaking of the branding piece, because you do provide those type of services um, from a photography standpoint, what are some lessons that you are either able to help your customers understand or that you've learned just about branding in general in being able to provide like those materials, marketing materials or just 
brand photo shoots in general, what are some of the things that you picked up over the years that would be helpful for people trying to develop their brand? Um, one of the one of the main things I feel about branding, and and it's not everything, but it is a big piece. I say in the beginning, please spend your money on a professional logo. You know, um, say it one more time. Please, uh, uh, please spend your know. money on a, a professional logo. <laughs> you know, honestly, seriously, because your logo is like your head. Like I was saying, your headshot is a representation of you. Your logo is a representation of your brand. So, and I know a lot of times when when businesses and entrepreneurs are starting off, they may not have the funding, right, or necessarily to be like, I don't really want to, but think about it as an investment, right? Not something that you're like, oh, I got to spend 250 to 300 for a logo. It is an investment. And if you if you get a great logo and you find a great graphic artist, it's something that you're only going to have to do once. Because what you don't want to do is build this amazing brand. And then later on, you got to change your whole branding because I feel like your logo is going to get you to certain places, right? There's going to once once you begin to evolve in business, there is going to become a time where that baby logo not gonna work no more. You know, when you're talking about getting in different rooms, you need to look professional. You're not looking at that logo that you know what I'm saying? The glare logo, the emoji logo. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you need a, a, a professional polished logo. Um so so that is the biggest thing I've seen. Um also rolling from the logo into your marketing materials. Marketing materials can make or break your business because not everybody is is a stickler, but there are a lot of people that are. I'm a stickler. I won't even look at a graphic if it if it if it isn't up to par for me. I'll scroll right past it and be like, did you see my no? No, I did not. Because I didn't, you know what I'm saying? It it didn't grasp my attention. Mm-hmm. Um Professional marketing materials are eye catchers, you know. So brand yourself from the beginning. Your marketing materials should be and and again, it doesn't even have to be anything elaborate because I feel like my branding is I'm very simple. I'm very simple in my branding, but it's very polished, right? So you can be polished in your branding. That is a big, a big thing I'm seeing. Um, also when it comes to, um, your aesthetics, like a lot of times if people will see something on their timeline, oh, I like it and and they'll share it. I'm particular even down to that. I'm not sharing it if it's blue. Mm. It's blue. It don't match my branding. Like that's how. Detailed. Yes, I am. Like I'm not sharing that. Now, if you like something that much, then duplicate it. But do it with your, put your own spin on it, but still make it fit your branding, you know. Um, I am a stickler on when you have your marketing materials, if it is a, even if it's a blog, even in your social media post, go over your social media post, reread them, Mm -hmm. you know, read over your blogs. I I don't want to see the misspelled grammar. It's just seriously like, Mm -hmm. how can you... Expect someone to take you seriously and you got 50 typos. Who? who? It's like a kid wrote this. Yeah, like yeah. you're not even. You need to show, your brand needs to show that you that you love it. The same thing you expect, like you need to love your brand like you expect other people to love it. But if it doesn't look like you put time into it, why is somebody else going to put their time and money into it? Mm-hmm. They're not. 
right? So love on your brand like you would like like the other brands. And, and if it's not your thing, because granted, everyone is not a creative, right? So that that's an investment. I think that is an investment all businesses and all entrepreneurs should be willing to take. Let me just go ahead and get this get this out from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and hell, if you don't have the funding, you might have to listen. Bartering still works. Facts. Bartering still works. Find somebody that need what you have and swap it out for some good graphics because it matters. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for people who are looking for a good photographer? What, what would be some signs of solidifying a good photographer for your brand name or different type of pieces of content you're trying to put together for your business? In general, I feel like if you are looking for a great photographer, please read read their reviews um, because I have had so many people come to me and they've like, I need a photographer today because my photographer bailed out. Like they bailed out today, like on, on your special day, on your event, now, granted, there are some things that are out of our control. Right. But this is just because they overbooked. Um, or it's just because they didn't feel like doing it that day. Or because I would rather go to Chicago than to take this shoot. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not It's not something that was like, I'm ill. My mother is ill. Or, you know, something like <laughs> right. that. It's just like, oh, I don't feel like doing it today. No, because people look forward to you providing the service that they put that deposit on, Right. You want a photographer with integrity. You want a photographer that is going to do what him or her says she, they're going to do. You know, um, read the reviews. Ask ask about them. Pay attention to their own um, marketing and branding. Like I used to always say, like how a person like you people want to used to market hair. Like before we got into social media, mm-hmm. you know, I do hair. Your hair not done. Like I um, okay. I'm going to touch my hair. Okay, no, yeah. you, you, okay, you might do hair, but you won't be doing mine. And y'all, this is when I had hair. But no, seriously, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, look at people and, and see if they're giving in their own brand what you would want to give in yours. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look look for someone that is that falls in your, in your standards. Mm-hmm. And because we have an expert in the building, I wanted to ask you for people who... I love to deem myself as the iPhone photographer, okay. but people who may be <laughs> interested in just photography in general, they like taking photos, stuff like that, but they're not necessarily sure what equipment to be using. If okay. they want a camera that's going to help them get some nice, high quality photos or equipment in general, lighting, okay. all that good stuff. Do you have like a, a ideal starter kit for those type of people? So I would say um, cameras are one trial and error, right? Cameras are trial and error. Um, the type of camera that you like is, you got to find what you like, right? Because I can say all day, go grab you a Canon. But then it's Nikon people. Are, it's, Canon and Nikon is like iPhone and Android, right? Okay. Um, I'm a Canon girl. I tried to go off to Sony and was like, mm, I love the video quality, but it was like switching from PC to a Mac. And I'm like, let me just go on back here to to Canon. Mm-hmm. But I would say um, a lot of, listen, first of all, photography is expensive. It is expensive. So if photography is something that you want to do, um, I would say you can always look into used equipment. That's something that people don't think about, right? Mm-hmm. They think like, oh, I got to go and get this expensive camera. People 
a lot of times sell their used equipment just because they're ready to level up and get something better. Not because there's anything wrong with it. It's just that they they want something, you know, better. But it's great for a beginner. Um, Procam is one of the places that you that sells used equipment. Hell, Facebook Marketplace. I've sold cameras on Facebook Marketplace, right? Um, start off with some used equipment just to just to kind of get your feet wet to see what you like. Mm-hmm. Then once you realize what you like, then you can go ahead and say, I'm gonna go ahead and invest my money in this big boy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the major things too is don't spend a lot of time considering the body of the camera, right? Spend a lot of time figuring out what's the what what good glass, what good lenses you need, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, it's the it's the lens that makes a difference, right? So that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. So get you um get you like one good prime lens to start off with. Um and that is gonna vary based off what you what you do. I would say a fifty millimeter, a fifty millimeter, eighty five millimeter, um Either one of those are good, but again, you gotta see what you decide. You know what you, what your field of photography is. If you are going into studio photography, I would say today you can find you a camera. You can also get you a two light system. You have one light on each side, and then you also can get you a background stand and a roll of white paper. Once you learn how to use the white paper, and then you can go in and start swapping out the colors. But that's really a space where you can work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, white a roll of white paper is like like nine feet, I believe. So you need nine nine feet of space somewhere, right? Roll it out, and that's what you use. Another hack is, like I said, photography is expensive. So a lot of things that you might want to use as far as props, right? You can take yourself to Home Depot and find some things in there. Like they have floor drops that you would probably pay a hundred to three hundred dollars for, right? From from a camera mm-hmm. store um, or online. You can go to Home Depot, get you a piece of pre-cut linoleum, right? Looks like wood flooring. Twenty something dollars. Like twenty something, like you can't you can't beat that. But yeah, if I believe, and if you want to start, you're gonna find a way to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Dope, dope. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, we'll be remiss if we didn't talk about your fellow podcaster. And I got to know more uh, about yeah, conversations Sean Vers- <laughs> Sean Sean yeah. with Sean Rochelle. Um, so conversations with Sean Rochelle is. I call it the Entrepreneur's Podcast. Um, Shonversations was started. First of all, let me say this. So God gave me the name like before the pandemic, right? I didn't know what to do with it. So I tried doing like some some video stuff on YouTube and I felt like I was pushing it. Like this is not flowing. So I said, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to sit on. I even had someone do an entire graphics for it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Facebook cover, the, you know, the the advertisement. I ain't like it. I was like, what is, you know, what is not, what is happening? I just, I felt like I was pushing it. So I let it go. So last year I had cancer. Um, I don't have cancer anymore, you guys. In September the 1st, thank you, thank you. September the 1st would be my one year, uh, one year cancer free. However, um, 
After I got finished with all of my treatments, it was so hard for me to get back into life. It was hard for me to get back into the thing that I have been doing for 12 years, right? I'm like, how do I feel like this? And I, I know that I had to do something because I'm self-employed. Like I don't I don't have a nine to five. Like mm. photography is what I do. So I'm like, I cannot be the only entrepreneur that has suffered a life event and is struggling to get back, you know, like find their footing, find their motivation again. And that's when I was like, that's it. Conversations, we going full, you know, we going full force. And then life meant something different to me after that. It was like, I don't want to sit on the things that God has given me. I don't want to sit on my gifts. I don't want to sit on my talents. And so it was like, that's it. December 15th was my last radiation. January, I was recording podcasts, right? Um, Loved it so much. I love podcasting. Like I told you, I did not know that I was going to love it, but it was bringing me a joy at a time that I was looking to, you know, I needed something. and, And that's what podcasting was for me. But my podcast is really pretty much to motivate other entrepreneurs, you know, because I feel like the internet, social media makes uh, entrepreneurship look glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to start your business today and right. tomorrow you're going to be rich. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't don't even, you know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. think that. No, not to say some people don't find their cash cow right in the beginning. Right. Because some people do. They be like, oh, this is it. Um, it hits and, you know, they, they might be there because digital products is, is doing good for people, right? right? So, you know, but realistically, you're not about to start a business and just be like raking in the dough. So I wanted to show people that here are a group of entrepreneurs that are still pushing despite um, what social media makes it look like. Um, and I wanted people to see the real, like this This is the nitty gritty. And if you want to want to be entrepreneur, these are some of the things that you may encounter, but this is how you get over them. Mm-hmm. So. And then as far as the, uh, I like to ask podcasters this nowadays, I'm starting to think more so about like, what's the bigger picture for Black Fridays and things like that? Because of course you know what your mission is, but as far mm-hmm. as like where you would like to take it, where do you see mm-hmm. it kind of going or its potential, okay. where do you kind of see it going from? From where it is now. So, yeah, when I started, like I said, it was just motivation. But I got into it and got so excited that I felt like I want to take it to um, panels, right? Mm-hmm. I want to I take it into the world of panel, panel discussions. Um, it can go from panel discussions to being a traveling podcast or traveling panels, you know. Um, I want to take the – I, I want to fill the gap. In, because I feel like there is th- there is such this um, iPhone Android type of situation, like mm-hmm. self employed, full time worker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like why is why is it that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to take that on the road. I want entrepreneurs. I want people to hear, like, hey, you know, because I I don't feel like you can make it in this economy now with with just one thing. Like you you gotta you gotta do things. You gotta have multiple streams of income. So I want to take it on the road, you know. Um, ultimately, um, which is something that is interesting now, I laugh about because, like I said, just how God gave me the name Conversations, he also showed me that I was going to be a speaker. I laughed about that because I didn't have a speaking voice. Mm-hmm. I used to talk really, really low. And then the really, really low, I didn't want to be talking to people. So I'm like, me being a speaker, <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's not for me, right? 
Then it went from, okay, well, this is the type. Like, you can be really comfortable in speaking. Because, like, my mama would want to put me in a three-piece business suit. And I would be like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm going to be up there in jeans and barefoot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I want to be comfortable, right? Yeah. Um, but when I got into podcasting, and I used to tell people this. Like, God showed me that I was supposed to be a speaker, but I don't know to what capacity because I didn't know, Right. But when I said and th- like thought about it, podcasting is a form of speaking, mm-hmm. right? It's a form of speaking. So I am doing exactly what I was shown. I'm just doing it in a way that I didn't nat- nat- naturally think, you know. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that's one of the biggest lessons that you learned through podcasting so far since you started? Um, the speaking piece of it. Yes, I I love like I love talking to people. <laughs> I love talking to people now. Before, mm-hmm. I used to be like, mm-mm, I don't have time. But I love talking to people now because you learn so much mm-hmm. from people. Talking to people, like, and I say this, like, because I heard someone else say this, and, and this is um, awesome woman that I met on Facebook. She came to, like, one of my very first speaking engagements. Her name is Bernadette. But Bernadette says that our stories make us relatable, and so once you sit down and you start talking to people, you realize how much you have in common or it sparks something in you that you like, oh, I might want to try that or, you know, whatever. But talking to people is just it's, it, it opens you up to be vulnerable to hear their story and then you feeling comfortable enough to give yours, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. And I asked you what you felt like was next for the podcast, but. Also curious, what's next for Sean Rochelle photography, the business, Sean Rochelle uh, the person? Okay. Like, what do you see in your crystal um, ball? So what's next um, for Sean Rochelle photography is for me to really, really, really hone in on strictly the branding piece, right? Because I do portraits, you know, so that includes people bringing their families. Not saying I'm not going to do that, but I strictly want to market to entrepreneurs. I strictly want to market the branding piece, especially now because content is everything right now. You know, I want to be able to provide those images to entrepreneurs that they need to make their branding, like to, to be that missing piece, right? Um, as far as Sean Rochelle as a whole, so I did stuff out y'all and I, I, I did a thing. Um, I have added a piece to my business and that is um, business consulting. Mm. Um, nothing fancy. I want to catch entrepreneurs in the beginning, right? Because I know off my 12 years experience, what I did wrong or what I felt like could have been a whole lot smoother for me, right? But I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. So I was winging it. I don't want entrepreneurs to have to wing it. So I started Pink Crown Consulting. Um, if y'all don't know, I love me some pink, right? It's, it's one of my favorite colors. Um, so Pink Crown Consulting and uh, Business and Brand Development. So like I said, catching entrepreneurs in the beginning. Got you. So that's that's what's next. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thank love you. Love it. So uh, where can the people find you? What's your website, your social media handles, all that good stuff? Okay. So you can find me online at SeanRochelle.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Sean Rochelle. I am Sean Rochelle. You can find me at Seanversations and at Pink Ground Consulting. Um, and there's also Link Trees. You can, you know, go to Link Tree and find me at Sean Rochelle and Sean Versations as well. Dope, dope. And I want to see, I want to try this out. 
and see if you might be able to help me and our people out. If people are interested in booking a shoot with you, doing business consultation, anything like that, can we get a Black Friday promo code? Come on, yes. We okay. can definitely talk about that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So we're going to get y'all a promo code Black Fridays. When you go yes. there, by the time you hear this episode, it's going to be up and running. Can we can we just do Black Fridays? We sure can. For the code? We sure can. All right. So you use Black Fridays and then do you we'll, we'll fig- percent in mind or? We'll figure it out. We'll so then out. We'll, we'll, we'll have it by the time. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So just know y'all going to get a discount. Thank you for being generous for, no for looking problem. out for Thank you for folks. having me. But of course, we want to make sure that they uh, we can support need. you in any way that we can. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Most definitely. So definitely uh, appreciate the work that you're doing. Looks like that Thank you're, you. from you. what I see, doing some dope work as far as the photography landscape goes, wealth of knowledge in terms of photography and the industry, the profession in general. I learned a lot. So I'm sure that the good folks watching has learned a lot as I well. Appreciate so appreciate you pulling up today. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And for y'all watching, I'm tapping with y'all later. Peace. Peace.